Well, today is the 8th day of May in 2020. I would say that I've been burdened very much in recent times concerning this coronavirus pandemic and the things being said about it. I do remember in one prophecy during our times of prayer that the question came. Now, a statement rather was made, not just a virus. It was not just a virus. It is not just a virus. If I may put it this way, that's the sense in which the question came or a statement was made. No, it wasn't just a virus. In a sense, it isn't something we, we see as normal or natural. Whatever it is, we know it is the enemy's instrument meant for destructive purposes. Um, I have been very much concerned of late, as far as Ghana is concerned anyway, about so many things being said, being read on platforms, etc. And it comes to me strongly that the enemy is playing some diversionary tactics to take away our attention as Christians from his actions so that he can actually execute maximum havoc. In a recent thing, a message circulated. The point came up clearly that if indeed Christians were to be up and doing, this COVID-19 matter wouldn't be an issue at all before God. But we are not up to the task. We are not looking up to God. We are rather looking at many things that I would say are diversionary arguments here and there. At the end of the day, say time would be spent and wouldn't have spent a bit of it in consultation with God. And so, we find ourselves defenseless and also at the mercy of the enemy. There's a spiritual battle, a serious spiritual battle. And a lot is being said here and there. Conspiracy theories, they call them. Facts, factual statements or things, discoveries, whatever they call them. At the end of the day, we do not know where the truth lies. One thing is clear, 
that something unusual, very, very unusual to mankind, not similar to any pandemic ever described, is happening. Something unique. And as I've recently heard from a respectable medical professor, I will say, if it's a true virus, obviously its behavior will be different in different climates. But if it is consistent in its nature and behavior all over the world, then it can't be a natural virus. I think as a science person, this makes a lot of sense to me. There is no need for any further argument on this matter. And the one who said this is a Nobel Prize winner in science and uh, a medical a professor also. I don't think we just need to fight who, who brought it, what the intentions were, whatever is happening now, and what is it, what uh, the ultimate goal is. The important thing is, why has God allowed it? And what is God's ultimate purpose regarding this? Yes, we human beings have been created in the image of God and are capable of so many things. We can also create things in our own ways. But the question is, is it everything that we do that God approves of? And is it everything that we do that is good? And can some things also generate from demonic sources? Indeed, I am burdened for the mere fact, the simple fact that in the midst of all this um, trouble, argument, whatever, all that is going on, souls are perishing without God. People are just dying away without God and at a very fast rate. And apart from this, those of us living are virtually in slavery of some kind, in bondage of some sort, because we are not living our normal lives. Hemmed in with all sorts of restrictions. Not that the restrictions are bad in themselves, but the fact that we are hemmed in and not free to live natural lives means there's something very unusual is going on. It could be deliberate, it could be anything and the fact still remains that nobody knows and nobody can predict what the ultimate 
end of this whole matter will be. With natural viruses, one would say, eventually things will die out. But with something unnatural, who can predict? We are wearing nose masks and we are to stay in our homes all the time. Who can ever predict without seeing or really measuring anything in the atmosphere that it is safe now to walk about without nose masks, that it is safe now to go about normal activities, it is safe now to let airplanes fly from one place to another for people to migrate from one point to another around the world. Who can ever say this? How long is this going to be? And what are going to be the repercussions? What are going to be the repercussions ultimately? Definitely, God is speaking to his creation. <clears throat> God is certainly speaking to his creation. We have created so much by ourselves. So much for our comfort as human beings. But are we going to carry this along when God calls us? God is speaking to us. Are we going to spend our life, the time left for us as individuals, challenging one another about this coronavirus? his behavior, whatever, making hypotheses here and there, or we are going to see God's face concerning the ultimate destruction of this coronavirus. If it was created by man and it's got out of hand, can man stop it? If man could, things would have been different by now. We are in real trouble and only God can save us. He who created this world and created us human beings and gave us intelligence which we have messed up which we have used even against one another. He, the ultimate of all intelligence, he is the only one who can destroy this COVID-19 and bring us back to normalcy in our lives. God is speaking to this world today. 
God has representatives. He has people who should be able to discern like the sons of Issachar. Those people who could discern oh, the times, things going on there. So we don't waste our time, our lives, just bombarding one another with unnecessary arguments while the enemy stands aside and and just laughs at us because he knows time is flying. It's flying fast. And we are not on our knees, but rather against one another in talk, talk, talk. This is what the Spirit of the Living God has put on my heart. I haven't thought of it. It has just come spontaneously. As I open my lips, they pour out. And I know God is judging his people. God is judging his people. I make no mistake. He can forgive, but the discipline must come. Study the book of Jeremiah and observe what God says, especially in Jeremiah chapter 30. Lord Jesus, come. Many, many do not believe that I exist, the creator of this world. Many do not believe. But I am there, there in my creation, and I am not silent. I am not silent, and I speak with many voices, many, many, many voices. 
only the true discerner, the true discerner will know what I am trying to say. Only the true discerner will know what I am trying to say. It is the same and one thing that I created mankind and I demand I demand an account of stewardship from every individual. Yes, I do. And the time will come. Time will come. Take care how you live. Take care how you live. Take care because today I'm appealing to you. Appealing to you. Begging you, literally, to come, come, come to your senses. Come to me. Tomorrow, I'll sit in judgment. In judgment. And demand an account of your life. Your life and your time on the earth. Enough for now. Enough for now. Mm. Mm. Mm.